to the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. Hey, everybody. Sorry for the brief delay in getting out the next Modders, Inc. podcast. Welcome to the Modders, Inc. podcast number 21. This podcast is sponsored by CPU Magazine. Computer Power User Magazine is a monthly magazine aimed at people who breathe, eat, and sleep technology. It's the kind of person who gets his kicks by upgrading graphics cards and smashing benchmarks and modding their PC. We all like that, don't we? If you're the kind of person that ordinary just is not good enough, then you need to check out ComputerPowerUser.com. So today in the house, we got Tony. Hey. And we got Vic hanging out there. Hey. Wayne hanging and chilling in the desert. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Yeah, you got me, Craig, trying to lead this rat race. And we got a special guest in the house, Ransom. Ransom from Thermal Take Technologies and TTE Sports. Hi, I'm Ransom here from Thermal Take and TTE Sports, and I'm glad to be here. Hey, glad to have you, buddy. Very glad Thank to you. have you. Thank you. Pleasure to have you in the house. Hopefully we don't run you off and scar your brain too badly. Nope, it just burned half of the way now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, first uh, first item up for bid, obviously on the uh, on the agenda tonight is let's talk about the uh, Modders Inc. Hot Rod Mod Off, and uh, this is a CPU Magazine October issue, if I'm not mistaken, where we all kind of got our our ideas and our personalities thrown in front of the people. What did you guys think about that issue? Did you guys get any feedback on that? Uh, no, it was I, rigged. You know, I thought it was pretty cool. On the first page, so it's a front cover. I think it's pretty huge for you guys. Yeah. yeah that's what are you talking about, Craig? You talking about the current one or the last month's? I'm talking about last... Well, uh, I think it was... Uh, it's the October was the, issue. O- October issue was the one where we were all in it, and we were kind of talking smack to each other, and we were right. kind of getting introduced to everybody. I think it's the November issue where the winner is going to be released, correct? Yes. Well, on the October issue, I actually did get a few comments on it, and they pointed out to uh, Dwayne's mod. Mine. And, uh, yeah, the, uh, let's see who was Lulu from Cooler Master mm-hmm. had uh, commented to me about seeing your mod in the uh, the one that you did for Cooler Master. And in a, in a magazine, I'm like, uh, this magazine? And, you know, flip to page 30, said, yeah, that's it. They stole it from me. But, yeah, that's the magazine. <laughs> cool. Yeah, well, if I'm not mistaken, the November issue should be hitting the stands here either now as we speak or uh, here in the next couple of days. So everybody needs to be watching out on the newsstand. And correct me if I'm wrong, isn't CPU going to be going to uh, uh, an electronic distribution method some point in time? Yeah, so actually, if, if you hit their site now, I think they've already converted. So uh, www.computerpoweruser.com forward slash, I think it's digital editions, forward slash default.aspx. Yeah, it just defaults to that. Now. Okay. And you can also yeah. go to uh, cpumag.com. You can go okay. to either one of those. That's a lot easier to remember. Yeah, yeah, a lot easier to spell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, well, Vic needs all the help he can get. Hey, hey, hey. Because <laughs> I'm a redneck. Neck, that's a mm, I'm yeah. a redneck. Don't mean I ain't educated, brother. So, uh, so when when will the official announcement be for the winner of the Hot Rod Mod Off? Is it whenever the 
whenever the uh, magazine hits the stands, or are we allowed to talk about it now? Or well, I I assume that it's open game, beans that it's already published. Yeah, yeah. I'm look, looking at the magazine right now, folks, and there's a beautiful case on the front of it. It was rigged. No, oh, mine's yeah. on the inside. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah that's where mine is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so who's back. the rate one? Who's the rate one with that uh, <laughs> a huge uh, carburetor standing up? Yeah, that would be. Fuel. I have no idea who that is. I think that's mm-hmm. Bill. Yeah. I think that Bill. It's not Bill's. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to you. That's mine, Ransom. That's mine. No yeah, so oh, can... wow. Congratulations. Someone in a yeah. uh, front pitch cover. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty nice. Congratulations, brother. Yep, yep, that was a beautiful, beautiful machine, Taz. You've done good with that. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. Yep, looks really good. Looks really, really well, how hot. Long, how, how much time? How much time did you actually put in the case to making that look awesome? Um, in mine, I've got roughly probably two months, start to finish in it. Um, that's not a that that's not a long, long time. So you have step by step instruction on how to do that, and on the website that I, I've got most of the the processes throughout the work log. That's just kind of spread out here and there. So is that on modersinc.com? Yeah, it's in the uh, modersinc.com and under the staff versus staff competition. Yeah, there's still a link on the front page if you go there. Uh, pictures and some links, and you can go right into it and look at all the stuff and look at everybody's work logs. Did that is great. It's a really nice magazine there. It was really great for them to actually cover the event for us. Um, we presented the idea to them, and boy, they they jumped on it. And I think I think we'll make it a yearly thing. What do you think, guys? I think that'd be cool. Absolutely, that would be. I I would think I would think that quarterly would be way better. Okay, quarterly. Mm. <laughs> Man, well, you know, Ramsey, <laughs> Dwayne and I had been talking about another idea on a contest. Yeah, you already committed yourself to it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Ramsey's like, I did. What did I say? Yeah. Wait, where did, See, I, where did I sign my live away? I got the MSN history to to back my support up here. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're talking about that? Yes, I mean, uh, we totally, we totally heavily sponsor. Talking like a uh, contest every three months, three or four months, something like that. Oh, cool. Um, I don't know. You want to give out any more info on that, Dwayne, or you want to hold off until we have some more details locked in? Uh, let's hold off just a little bit till we get a little more details. Um, but it will be a competition against modders, which will be a little different than normal. Again, we're trying to we're trying to make everything different. I mean, instead of just going where here I made the case, you know, and everybody, you know, votes on it. It's like a popularity contest. That's not what we're going to do, and we're trying to stay away from that kind of a thing. So this will definitely be uh, different. Yeah, kind of going more towards show us what you got, show us what you can do without uh, taking it too over the top. Kind of, I don't know, kind of basically along the same lines as what we just did with the staff versus staff, in a way. Okay, okay. So we've got some, we've got some interesting, in, we've got some interesting developments coming up at ModernZinc.com that appear that uh, Thermaltake is uh, deep into the mix with uh, uh, with. Uh, American Freak and Taz, so uh, y'all need to be paying attention out there at MI and uh, and be on the lookout for the next you know in the next couple of weeks. There might be something pretty exciting coming down the pipe. So uh, if uh, competitive modding is in your blood, uh, watch the website and pay attention because uh, 
sounds like something is rumbling in the very near future. Yeah, and it's not the pipes. <laughs> that's, that's down in Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's been to Texas, so it's all right. But I don't know, guys. Uh, just speaking on the staff versus staff contest, I don't know about you guys, but honestly, this was probably one of the, the funnest ones I've ever done. I I totally wholeheartedly agree. This was this was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun, and uh, I I mean, regardless of uh, of of <laughs> my consistent baseline <laughs> in regards to uh, results, what um, th- hey. this was this was a lot of fun. I this hit really bottom. Was a lot of fun. Hey, no, I hit bottom. <laughs> Hey, hey, I was picking your sinker up and pushing you up, okay? <laughs> uh, come on, don't cut yourself short. No, 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 no. I mean, it's just I, I took the wrong tact. And, and it's, you know, I, I love the way uh, in, in the October magazine, and I'm going to say this for everybody out there. Uh, in the October magazine, Dwayne was quoted as saying, I've never failed. I've learned a thousand ways to not do something, but I've never failed. Yep. And that carries me through with this because I like the way it turned out. I'm not happy with the colors, the way the colors came, came out and the way it came over in pictures. So, um, I found some pictures of a, of a rat rod, uh, here in Dallas that was done similar to what I was going to do with this. And I got some really good pictures of the striping on it. So, uh, there's going to be some, uh, there's going to be a couple more alterations to it, but, uh, nothing major. I'm going to keep it the way it is. Cause I, I do like it. I oh, do yeah. like it. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely like the the route you took, and I mean the, I don't know, probably the only thing that really, really got me on it was just the, the flat black. Mm-hmm. But that is my personal taste. Mm-hmm. I, I I told a few people that if my two two of my brothers had been judges, you would have won hands down, <laughs> because that's what they go for. <laughs> I mean, it's just you know. To me, I'm not into the the stealthy looking flat black designs, mm-hmm. but I'm not you know I'm not going to put your mod down because I know what it took to do what you did. Yeah, no, well, I'll tell you what. I, I'll learn this. I learned this part of it because this is the first flat black full case paint that I had ever done, and uh, there's a lot to trying to keep the flat black even because it's Absolutely. not like you. It's not like you can polish it like with a gloss paint job or something like that. You can't. Yep. I mean, it's, you got to be real careful how you throw a mat down. So for those of you listening out there who are thinking, oh, yeah, it's easy to paint flat black. Not if you want it durable and not if you want it even. So it's take your time and be patient with it. What? Uh, let's, let's, let's step into each other's uh, mods. I've talked about mine now. Let's talk about y'all's three. What was the... Uh, what was probably the most difficult thing that y'all did that you learned the most from, that you're most proud of? Hmm. I don't know. Somebody else start that. <laughs> well, I, I can say that on mine was just the fact of doing the grills, um, working with the basswood and mm-hmm. and playing with those. That that was definitely the a first time for me, and I'm very happy with the way it turned out. I know right now, if I was to do another mod just like it, I would alter how I did the grills. But, you know, probably the biggest downfall was the cost of them. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Vic? Uh, I don't know. I guess my grills, 
That's pretty good for two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, gutter guard. It does you good. You it's so um, versatile. Yeah. yeah. That makes an <laughs> grill. They're using them in ricers. It goes all the time. Yes. Uh tell you what, uh the biggest thing with mine was, like Tony says, it this was very fun. It was, it was just a I had a great time doing it. Up until the last all, few days? All, well, not even the last few. The last day. <laughs> for like the last stressful. couple of hours for both, you, wasn't it? Yeah, the, both of the side panels. I had to recut the window. I had to, uh, and the reason I had to recut it is because I had to repaint the side panels. And luckily, I had another Element S case. And I was able to take the side panels off of it and recut the window. But um, what I was proud of was the flame job that um, is not on it. <laughs> it was on it, but then, you know. You're so proud of it, what, you framed it and put it on the wall? Well, the thing is, you know, being a rattle can master, I hate to admit it. But the thing is, there was something wrong with my paint. Mm-hmm. Because it uh, it done some funky stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, I could have hit it in pictures. I mean, I really could. I could have took pictures, and you wouldn't have seen it. Um, but I would have known it was there, and mm-hmm. I couldn't stand. It. Mm-hmm. So I actually ended up painting the two side panels, you know, the solid blue, just like the rest of the case. And believe it or not, I did all this on the last day. <laughs> and then yeah. they messed up again. <laughs> and I had to repaint them a second time. So, <laughs> um, but it turned out okay. But like mm-hmm. I say, I, I could have hid the flaws, but I just didn't want to. You, yeah. didn't, want to, you didn't want to pull a tie. No, that's not that. It's just, I just, I just didn't want to dig. If I'm going to be looking at it all the time. I want it to be slick. Yeah, I had a brand new can of uh of of satin clear coat that I was spraying down and I just opened it up and I'd given it all the shaking and I'd done some test spraying and I thought the nozzle was working and just as I started to spray the nozzle flipped out and started just splattering and spitting. I was like, ah I'll tell you what happened to mine was it was weird. I sprayed it and I looked at it, I said, Dan, that is slick as glass right there. That looks good. I took mm-hmm. it outside, you know. I set it down. And I said, "Oh man, this is this is going a whole lot better than I thought it was going to go." This looks, this is slick. This is a slick paint job. I ain't going to do nothing to it. Uh-huh. And I, I'll come back 20 minutes later, and it looked like it was fish-eyed until I got up to it. And then I seen it had, I don't know, man. It looked like somebody had took the wall out of a the stucco wall off of a <laughs> restaurant and painted it with blue. I mean, it just looked like it had sand all through it. And I'm oh like, no! How did that happen? What in the world? And uh, the other one did the same thing, and I said, oh, God. So I ended up stripping it back down and repainting it. Mm, Evidently, I had a bad can of paint Mm -hmm. or something. I don't know. But um, I've never had one that looked just absolutely perfect and sit it out to dry and come back, and it looks like you painted over sand. I've never had. I think the Almighty brushed the dandruff off his shoulder. It might have been. It could have been. But wait a minute. That don't work. But see, I ain't got no hair. So, you know. Oh. Oh, you, you went there. 
okay. Um, what about you, Dwayne? Um, I'm gonna say I had I do a couple different painting styles. Uh, was probably it because I did the uh, the you fake carbon the fiber fiber look, which I had mm-hmm. to kind of figure out how to do that, mm-hmm. which came out pretty good on that. And then I did the uh, the overlay of the flames. Mm-hmm. And you did the flames were intertwined too. It was multiple color, which was a nice effect. Yeah, that was <clears throat> that was a little difficult because sometimes I got a little lost in myself. I'm thinking like, what the <laughs> heck? <laughs> we we got to go here, got to go there, and then um, yeah, did did just a touch of airbrushing. So when they over went to top each other, that you could get kind of a depth kind of look. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I would definitely say it's probably the, the carbon fiber effect. I really liked how it came out. I, Probably could have done a little better, and I've learned from that. So I've, I think I'm gonna continue with that. I think it's a good effect, especially like in the back of a motherboard tray and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it looks kind of cool. It really does, and it's, and it's a lot easier than than you really kind of think to do. So, yeah, it's, it's a, a neat lot, effect. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper too than buying the carbon fiber. <laughs> right, well, what do you guys think about the I mean the sponsorship I mean come on Asus Crucial OCZ Mad Cats and I mean of course Ram, Ramsom here in the house Thermal Take stepping up big time for this whole thing awesome and, dude yeah, awesome. It was just freaking awesome from all those people I mean uh-huh. I think yeah. I think Ramson I sent you a, a little message or something and I said hey would you like to sponsor I don't even think you even questioned it. You just went, yeah, whatever you want, boss. It was just just that quick. Yeah, I mean, this is something. This is something where we always want to do. Uh, when you say when you have a case, I know at Thermal Tech we have a lot of nice cases, but when you're talking about a case that looked totally different and it's only one that it can have, that should be you guys' job. I mean, Motor Zing. And all the stuff should make something happen. So I think that why not? You know, let's challenge them what they can do. Yeah. And of course, you know, all the partners that all the sponsors that jump in and also really appreciate them to to support this kind of a, a modding contest or or modding event. And hopefully we can do that more often, not just once a year. And I guess all the listener and uh, all the readers of Modder Inc. are really, really into modding. It's not why they go modern thing. Yeah. And so when when will be the next time we're gonna do something like that? I mean, uh, this time from what I see, everybody put a lot of effort into modding their own case. You know, everybody wants to be the best. And of course, you know, each of us is uh, is a friendly competition and things like that. We should do it more often. And hopefully, the readers, the user, uh, the listener on this podcast can join us to do something better. Or if they have any ideas of what we want to do, they can mm-hmm. always say it out loud. Absolutely. 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 We have a yeah, we have a we have a really good, strong and active forum over there at Modders Inc. And uh, uh, we've get we get a lot of people, you know, coming through that'll give us good feedback. And we've had, you know, several people that have joined the forums just to ask questions or throw in comments and stuff like that. So, you know, always, always if you have any questions or thoughts or ideas you know we we're all ears, so don't ever hesitate to talk to us. We're all very very reachable. Never, just, never, never, never. I always love what you guys do. Oh, thank you, Ramsom. Thank you. That means I got a level ten coming, huh? <laughs> that 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 is what we talked about. You know, I mean, uh, whoever has some ideas on how to model level ten, 
maybe they can submit up to Modders Inc. and you know we mod it up and showcase to the world and see what we can do. I'll tell you, one of my uh, one of my friends came up with an idea. I don't know if it was one of you guys or if it was one of the guys from uh, Austin Modders that came up with it, but talked about you know modding in an LCD screen on the backside of the level ten where you have that massive flat space for all the cable runs. So you'd have the you computer. Know, I, I, you know, you were right. I think I, I saw someone that told me to put something like that just to hang an LCD. So it's basically like uh, a portable gaming system. Yeah, yeah. So you put the computer up. I mean, like you go to a LAN party, and all you'd have to do is just turn the case around. Just put a vessel mount on it. Not even that. I'm talking like trying to build it into the frame. Yeah, actually build oh. it into the chassis itself. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. So, I mean, you've already got the handle on the top. Well, that would be kind of like uh, what Ton did for the Ion Contest. Right. Kind of, except his came out and moved around. Right, but it's still that same idea where it's kind of a level... It has, he did that level 10 lookish yeah. uh, mod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, no, that'd be kind of cool, actually. Yeah, I thought that was a really... I, every time I see a level 10, I always think about putting a big old high-resolution, wide-aspect screen on the back of that thing. And making it so that you can't see it until you pull off a little side cover and boop, there it is. You just turn the machine around and you've got your land rig right there. Fully portable system. Fully enclosed. That sounds pretty cool. And I would suggest that if modding level 10 to put a wheel on that rolling around, that would be way more convenient because that case is that case is heavy. Uh, just oh, is the case it? itself is, is around 50 pounds. I mean, that's more, that's more aluminum than a Fiesta. it's it's really a heavy heavy case plus if you want to mount at a high resolution lcd that would be totally sweet with uh uh, i would say a low profile tires and uh, a 19 inch view that looks really awesome yeah oh man (laughs) yeah put some air rides on there right (laughs) motorize it that's nice just rc it up Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Since we're since we're talking about Thermaltake and uh, and all of its glorious product offerings that it has, and we have Ransom in the house, um, Ransom, do you mind if we ask you a couple questions? Uh, sure, shoot on. All right. How did you How did you get started in the business? How did you end up working at Thermaltake? I mean, was it your was it a was it a career choice that you made, or was it just luck of the draw that you landed where you did? Well, it, it all started in, uh, I think, like 2002, where I built my first computer. And I came across with a couple of competitors uh, from Thermaltake. And I know Thermaltake makes really, really fancy products. And when I was 22, I realized that, hey, I don't want an ordinary computer. I want something that looks awesome and mm-hmm. to be one of a kind. Mm-hmm. I mean... Every every individual talking you and me, basically we are special. We are one of a kind. So, therefore, I I love computer, and then um, I had my hopes up after I graduated. I did not land into the computer, uh, any computer or IT company. So I work in a security company as in uh, AET, American mm-hmm. District Telegraph. So, after a while, I joined uh, Thermaltake competitors. Uh, some of some of you guys already know where and who was that. And for some reason, I, I think that's not my path. Uh, I want something more. 
So I look upon Thermaltic and I'm like, hmm, that this company has a lot to improve and has a lot to do to people like me. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not a modder. Uh, I mod my own computer too uh, from time to time. But time changed. And I landed at Thermaltake and I got a job in the marketing department and just worked my, my way up. Mm-hmm. So and, what's your... What, today, what's your I, go ahead. Go ahead, please. I was going to say, what is your title with uh, with Thermaltake? What is it? What is your your position, if you uh, will? I'm a director of marketing and public relations for Thermaltake North America and Latin America. Awesome, awesome. He's the big dog. I am just a slave. No, not really. <laughs> uh, Thermaltake is a, a really, really a great company. I mean. Uh, uh, all of the management are young people. You're talking about 30 to 35. Oh, wow. You know, and our CEO basically is like 37 years old or 38. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. But I guess you and have... That, I guess. That's, how, that, that's how we do. And and we always like give newborn uh, company, like the, the latest company we came out with the division actually. It's a TT Esports, and we focusing on gaming products, uh, gaming peripherals, such as keyboard, mouse, headset, glove, mouse pad, and yeah, then a, a lot more products coming out. You know, you're talking about uh, console and PC gaming, both. So I'm guessing, out here. guessing that TTE is what? Thermal Take Electronic Sports? Is that what that stands for? Basically, that, that's kind of like that, yeah. TT okay. is a... TT is a name that how Thermaltake came out. Like Thermaltake, I mean, it's pretty long, and you can use a, a, a ruler to, to measure that. It's like, <laughs> wow, that's pretty long. Yeah. <laughs> so we created TT. It's basically, oh, it's a TT product, TT product. And of course, uh, those that have a language barrier, I mean, from TT, you can get some exciting imagination how that can be. Right. <laughs> Yep, yep. <laughs> <Someone>. <laughs> no, I mean, imagine it now. I mean, you guys got great stuff there. I mean, you know, look at the, the mice and the, the keyboards look awesome. And you got the headphones. I mean, you got the whole the whole thing, don't you, going on? Yeah, basically, there is a whole is a whole line uh, uh, coming out, and of course, we that that is just the beginning. You know, that is just to fulfill the brand name, and we got some new stuff like a mechanical keyboard, right? In, uh, in CES 2010, it's just like uh, past January, we announced that we have a uh, mechanical. Cool. And and during June at Computex, we actually show off uh, our first mechanical gaming keyboard, mm. where no one else has made it that far yet. And of course, right now, people keep announcing, I'm like, oh, okay, well, we have that, you know, we have that. But during June, nobody have that kind of idea that why make a mechanical keyboard to a gaming keyboard, you know, do people like it? And, oh, yeah, it's uh, super durable. And it is, you know, mechanical is, is a thing. You like it, you like it, you don't like it, I'm sorry, it's mechanical. Mm-hmm. No, that's, uh, that, that, that reminds me of the old, uh, 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 the, oh, jeez, those things were weapons. Yeah, I know exactly which one. I, I can't think it, of the name of Mueller right now. Dang it! Yeah, it's a it had a it had a metal base to it, and I mean it was it was heavy. It was a weapon, and I mean you could not 
kill. P- guys, guys would get in fights in the IT organization where I worked. I worked at a, uh, uh, a telecommunications company a long time ago, and when people left the company that had these keyboards, I mean, it was like it was it was it was a fight. It was a race to see who could get to that guy's cube first to get the mechanical keyboard and bring it back to their cube. Yeah. So I mean. Love those keyboards. Yeah, it took it took me a long time to get away from one. I just loved the the, the tactical response back from it, mm-hmm. and and it may sound even weird, but the little clicky sound it even made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honest to God, they, there's a, there's a ton of people that are that are doing everything they can to to find the old mechanical keyboards. I still and have that. That is probably ninety percent of the reasons because they like the clicky sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still have it. Uh, the only reason I probably ain't using it because I haven't to go and get an adapter so I can plug it in because yeah. it's got that big ass, the barrel yeah. AT dime size barrel on the end of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, TTE Sports is going to. Uh, for those of you who are looking for it, they have a website out there. Obviously, if you can go to the Thermaltake site, and they link to it, or you can go to. Uh, if you're in the United States, you can go to USA. TTEsports.com and take a look at the new Thermaltake product that's coming out. Uh, and it's, it's, it's expand. There's a lot to it. Uh, you can spend a lot of time out there on a site seeing all the stuff that's coming out. Some really exciting stuff there, Ransom. How much, uh, how much, uh, influence did you have in the development of this stuff? Well, <clears throat> basically, uh, what we can think about is, uh, is innovative, right? Uh, Someone has designed something great, so reinvent the view is not necessarily. So we, we just make it better. We, we think about uh, some other uh, possible way to make a product good. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when you say a, a keyboard, uh, a keyboard can be uh, your daily keyboard or your gaming keyboard or your just typing keyboards. Mm-hmm. Um, when we develop a gaming keyboard, I mean, seriously, uh, who make a fan that can pluck in and out on the keyboard. I mean, left and right side. So you can pick either one. Uh, it, at first, uh, when when we have the, the sketch and the design, and we put some thought about that, I mean, are we really crazy or are we just stupid to make something really stupid? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has tried it. Nobody has done it, something like that. Of course, some people use a, a Walmart fan to blow it. But that that might give you some uh, cold finger, and you are, you and I know that when 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 we type, if we have a cold finger, it sucks. Uh-huh. It's slower to respond. <laughs> uh, it is. It is. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that you type naked out front in this cold snow. But <laughs> and that, I mean, so when we do a focus group on uh, testing the keyboard, right, uh, we didn't tell them that we have a fan. So they just use it, and later on we we put the fan on either left and right side. So either way, a lot of people were surprised that hey, that thing actually helps. You know, it mm-hmm. it is not like just to keep your finger cold. It's just a little bit of air blowing to your palms, mm-hmm. so you don't feel tiring at all while playing games. Right. I mean, I know people play games twenty four seven, like uh, the World of Warcraft fan. Oh. I mean, they 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 like basically glue on the chair. Uh, something like that would actually help. Yeah. Oh yeah. And some people have yeah. sweaty hands too. They're after a while, their feet oh. start getting sweaty in their palms too. Absolutely. Yeah. Nothing worse than reaching up to strike a key and sliding off of it and 
initiating some sort of a macro and you're like, ah, shoot, didn't mean that, to do that. That is that is not pleasant at all. And also, <laughs> while playing at nights, I mean, uh, a, a lot of uh, games, they use uh, WASD as a, a front, backwards, and left and right keys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, make the, we actually make those keys uh, to be flashy red color. Oh, backlit. Yes, and yeah, it's backlit. Besides backlit, we make the whole keys. You know, the keycaps. You actually can change the keycap if you want to. Oh, cool. you know, So it will be it will be striking red. And also, our keyboard come with the the window short keys. Uh, that can be disabled. So while you're playing games, you don't like immediately or accidentally <laughs> hit on that keys. Oh, I hate some- that. Exactly. Some people just say that, oh, I lose because I hit on that key. I mean, you know, that will take that excuse out of you. Yeah, I just got myself to the desktop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I solved that problem by just popping the key completely off. So. <laughs> no, I'd like getting a faster computer so I can die faster. Yep. <laughs> I look better when I step in front of bullets. <laughs> so you like the hit shot, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a bullet receptacle everywhere I go. So you're you're, you're cannon fodder, huh? Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. Every every now and then I get on a streak and a tear, and everything starts to work. But most of the times I'm just annoying everybody else. <laughs> hey, Craig, did you did you find your mouse pad for your mod? Yes, I did. No, 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 no. I'm talking the one on TTE Sports. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Let me see. Hold yeah. On. Dasher. Yeah. I mean that is perfect. <laughs> mouse headset mouse pad dasher that can be done oh damn <laughs> that'll blend right in with your mod no kidding wow not that the mad cats pad doesn't uh fit nicely with the red and black right well the, the cyborg has a blue and black on one side and a red and black on the other side but yeah that's uh that's pretty that that, yeah. that nice little red trim going around the yeah. end of it yeah that's it's, pretty. It's got the element S theme that you went with. Uh huh. Peg to a T. Yeah, that's nice. Didn't didn't see that. Thanks for pointing it out. Appreciate that. Envy. <laughs> um, Ramson, everything that you show on TT Esports is this all currently available product? Uh, mostly uh, currently available, except the mechanical. Uh, the mechanical will be actually out in. Uh, let me see. Is that the Challenger Pro? That, no, no, Challenger Pro is available right now. Uh, the Mecha G1 the Mechanical is actually will be out on Thanksgiving. I just see the schedule right here. It will be out on Thanksgiving. All right. I like so that. I don't, I don't see it on there yet. But it looks like everything else that you've got listed on the site is all current uh, products well, that are available. If you're on, if you're on Thermaltic USA site, uh, whatever we have that is basically currently available. But you want you want more product base, uh, product knowledge, or what we have coming out soon? Uh, you have to go to the global side. So ah, on the okay. top right hand corner, just uh, just click on global. You'll see a lot more product. I like the glove, man. Go in there. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's ask another question since we seem to have seems to some. There we go. Edit that one out, please. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It wasn't me this time. It's staying. Uh, yeah. They're, oh, great. Thanks. Appreciate that. Nice. No problem. All right. Uh, 
Ramps, got a question for you. Uh, sure. You get to go to all these events and uh, traveling around the world for thermal take and stuff like that. Uh, is it is it still fun to go to these events, or is it a pain in the ass to have to do all this traveling? Well, you know what? That's actually a few stages that you got to go through for events. Uh, for someone like me, I actually foresee from the beginning to the end of the show. So the uh, the easy part is that you know they say all you do is talk and action comes later. So when we start planning that, it's not that bad, okay. So, but when actually the time frame get closer, that's the tough part. I mean, you got to get this prepared, everything you got to get ready, and of course the worst thing is that the first day of setups, you make sure everything is running, or to make sure you get the crowd you want, or at least your purpose of going to the show, and on the first day of the show starting, then that will be the fun time you get onto. So those who actually know me, I get pretty relaxed on a, on a, on a day of shows. I walk around, I just greet people, meet people, and uh, that, that's what we do. I mean, to see those people, how they have fun uh, together, together, you know, uh, same as you and me. Uh, we didn't meet every day, but uh, once in a while we meet and uh, we go hang out. We talk about things, what's coming out, what's next, you know. That, that's how we are. Uh, we are friends. Frenemies, we should say. Sometimes uh, we we got some competitors joining, so we say frenemies. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. But this is how it is. I mean, we work, we work hard, we play hard. Mm-hmm. And definitely, so, definitely, if, if we have any any events that are available, we would actually hop on. Uh, for say, actually, next year I have actually planned to go to uh, the PAX, the QuakeCon, the PDX Land. And hopefully we can get into Comic Con. Cool. Nice. Very cool. Well, we'll definitely be meeting up with you at one of the events. Definitely. I mean, I I know I miss uh, Quick Con this year. It sucks to say that, mm-hmm. but uh, we actually preparing WCG. That's why we skipped the Quick Con. That's Gary. That's good. That's what that was where my next question was going to go. Didn't you just uh, wrap up at the WCG finals? Yeah, WCG final. Uh, Grand, grand final, actually, grand final is uh, it held at Los Angeles Convention Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has everyone from around the world that attend this WCG. It's kind of like an Olympic, but for gaming. You know, they they create that as a sport. It used to when your mother said, "Stop playing games, being, stop being lazy," and and now you have an excuse. <laughs> I'm going for the World Series championship. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I got sponsored. I'm a player. I'm a player. You know. Yeah. So how many how many people were there? Do you know? Uh, well, it's around like thirty thousand people. That's a pretty huge crowd. Wow. Uh, not 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 in one day, right. but uh, on on four consecutive days, that about thirty thirty people actually attended that, and it was fun. I would say it was fun to meet all those people. Wow. Yeah, well, you That's guys were impressive. a big sponsor on that, weren't you? Yeah, it's pretty hefty on the price too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> oh, that part of it always sucks. But it, it, but it's good to give back to the community. I mean, we do gaming, uh, but when you say thermaltake and TTE sport, uh, thermaltake is that gaming? I mean, gaming not really. It's actually enthusiasts. You know. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to say this out loud, and it's always in my mind as a, as a strategies for thermal tech. Gamers play games, but they don't they don't mean that they know how to build their own computers. Okay, 
But enthusiasts, they actually know things about computers. Uh, gamers, you can be a console gamers, uh, such as Xbox 360, PlayStation, or, or even though right now they have mobile gaming. I mean, you know, how crazy is that the world can change? Mobile gaming. Yeah. Yep. So, so to say it out loud, Thermaltake is, uh, we target on gamers, but gamers, is, weird thing is that they don't, they don't actually know about computers and building computers. Uh, all they do is that, okay, I want a computer. All right, go to Dell. You know, they they, they buy Dell computer, uh, Compaq. I mean, yeah, they do. I mean, they do XPX or Alienware. But you know that that is gamers. That's not enthusiasts. You know, we we crack this open like modernizing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's beautifully element as case. But you guys said, you know what? That's not enough. That's not the one I want. I want to crack that open. I want to rip it up and uh, have my own stuff. You know. Uh, and that's how get into thermal thing. How we started it. Uh, we we realized people want to upgrade their own cooler. Okay, uh, some crazy crazy ass cooler, big ass cooler, and mm-hmm. we have that. We have that, and we mm-hmm. get into water cooling. You know, uh, water cooling yeah. is. Uh, you need a lot of knowledge to do water cooling, but when it comes to thermal tech, we make it. We make you lazy. We make all in one water cooler. This <laughs> uh, is not as performant as you want, like a Lamborghini, but. Hey, it, it runs better than regular air cooling. Mm-hmm. Correct. You know, so so that is how we are. You know, we, we innovate stuff, and 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 recently we we come into convenient. And when it comes to thermal tech, we make a lot of products to convenient people. Mm-hmm. Uh, in two thousand eight, we actually uh, revolutionized. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Gotta cut that. A uh, revolutionized. The the whole the whole storage unit. Uh, we came up with the docking station that. Oh yeah. Black X. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the Black X taken off, and right now um, we have sold around half a million unit on wow. on a Black X series. That's including the first version 2.0, and the 3.0, the USB 3.0 actually just got out. And yeah, it, you, it is going say, well right now. You just released that one not too long ago, didn't you? No, we we actually released that about a month ago. Yeah, you know if 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 you can't get your hand on that, I apologize for that. It's actually it's out of stock a lot of places. I mean, we didn't expect that gonna take off that soon. We we expect <laughs> that you know maybe maybe a few hundred thousand pieces a month, but no. Well, I oh. mean, if if you stop and look at the the USB three O speed versus USB two O, I mean, anybody in the right mind that that's looking to do a lot of file transfers. It'd be crazy not to pick up something like the Black X. I mean, the, the speed difference is more than going to make up for the cost of buying a, you know, an, an enclosure or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's actually the, the, the speed difference. I mean, uh, the, the transfer rate, everything is really a huge difference. And, huge. and you and I know that Intel actually uh, promote one of the campaigns, uh, the hourglass symptoms, you know. Mm-hmm. And hourglass symptom is that you wait too long in front of a computer. I mean, but... Uh, maybe they forgot about that. Maybe they don't. But actually, transferring files is take the long longest time ever. You know, trust me. If you transfer a two terabyte hard drive to another, they're gonna take you days. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just so, did some testing on a USB 3.0 setup, and I noticed uh, just off of memory here, I was pushing uh, anywhere from 125 percent to 200, even 300 at times, increases on speed. Just depending does, on which way I was going and what. But but according to a USB three point three uh, three point zero, 
uh, the speed difference is actually ten times the speed. But that is on that is on white papers. But yeah, that's all be, theoretical. To be, yeah, to to be true, you know, you get you get mostly mostly three to four times of the speed you get. Uh, but consider that that's a lot of difference. That's a huge difference. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen there there was a there was a view where the guys were using them as bootable hard drives, where you you put a yeah. hard drive and operating system onto the USB three chain, and the guys were booting off of it and running their operating system off of it. And the good thing about that is uh, we came out with the one that have uh, eSATA. Mm-hmm. That that solve that solve a lot of uh, I I would say a personal profile issues, right? Like uh, in Thermaltake, we have our own system, we have our own workstation. I mean, everything is our own. But what if you want to take your work home? I mean, you can bring a laptop or I can just bring a whole hard drive home and slot it in. And I put it in a drive that that works exactly the same like in the office. Ah. So do you guys build your own machines in-house? Everybody running a Thermaltake chassis? Yeah, yeah everybody is running a Thermaltake stuff, a Thermaltake chassis. I mean... It, you guys compete. We compete. Who has the uh, most powerful stuff? And and I just post on the Facebook that what I have. I mean, that is pretty decent for me to play some Mafia Hall game. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Ransom needs to send me some products so I can build him a custom mod to put on his desk at work. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there you go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Show these guys who's who really means business. Uh-huh. That's why he wants that level ten modded up. Oh, no, yeah. no, I want that for myself. <laughs> I, I, I knew it. I knew it. You were going to say that. I knew it. Hey, man, I threw the ball in your court right off the bat before I even acknowledged the fact of doing a level 10 mod. Whose dime is this being done on? <laughs> that dictates what way we go. <laughs> yep. That's a bad thing about modding. You want to get into a hardcore, it does cost a lot of money. It does. Yeah. But we proved yep. it with our last contest that you, I mean, we all did it what with less than 150 bucks. Yeah, I went over by what seven or eight bucks. Oh, see now you're yeah, disqualified. Yeah, seven bucks over. He should have been disqualified. <laughs> nice for one. Yep, there you go. Now, if you read the article, or the article stated roughly 150 bucks. So oh, I'm that's, safe. That's not. What the, I don't care what the article said. The rules were. That's right. That's right. That's right. We all agreed upon those rules. Oh boy. Rules are rules. That's why you have lawyers. Rules are made to be broken. Yeah. Oh shoot. It was rigged. It was rigged. (laughs) Again. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's let let's let Ransom take a break here for a second. Let's move on to a uh, a question that came in from a forum member uh, out of Modern Inc. Mock dropped us a great question. I'm going to try and read this out, and then we can go through line by line if we want to to answer it, because it's a really good question. Um, Mock asks us, um, I haven't heard a lot about work logs. What's your opinion? Do all mod, you all mod, but does everybody work log their mods, especially the paid-for mods? Is it an integral part of our hobby? I think that's a very important part right there that I want to come back on. What makes a good work log? Style, story, the modder's personality? What are your thoughts on modders who post their work logs on multiple forums? Is it good or bad for our hobby? Does a work log influence how you mod or view the mod itself? And lastly, what do you see as the future of work logs? Do you see video or live streaming modding? 
Inquiring minds, or at least one mind, wants to know. And Mock, thank you. That is an awesome series of questions, and and it's and it's very core to uh, to our our hobby. Let's start off with the first line. We all mod, but does everybody do work logs for all of their mods, especially the ones where you're getting paid for if you're sponsored to build or something like that? Do you guys consider a work log a requirement for your builds? Uh, if I've got sponsorship. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a must because that's why they kind of sponsored you. They want to make mm-hmm. sure that uh, they get their products out there and that mm-hmm. you're thanking the sponsors for allowing you to have their products. And this is how the interaction works. So you're actually giving them like free advertisement or displaying their products, saying, "So this is what you need to do, and this is what I have, and other people will see it." So. That part, right. I would say absolutely. All right. Um, uh, to, to steer off of that just a little bit, the commissioned mods, um, doing, you know, company A comes to you and says, build me this. Mm-hmm. On that side of it, I know Dwayne and I have always tried to, to document our, our builds, but for those commissioned mods, that's not something I focus a lot on as a work log. I mean, I'll try to photograph as much of it as I can. Uh-huh. But I mainly focus on getting the mod done and getting it out to the, the customer. Um, as far as personal mods go, uh, non-sponsored, everything comes out of my pocket. I try to do work logs, but that's one thing, like I said earlier, I suck at work logs because I, I do it by myself. I've got nobody around, so I rarely remember to pick up the camera and take a shot while I'm in the middle of working. What do you think, Vic? What, do you, what about you? I don't do as many work logs as a lot of people. I mean, I'm sort of like Tony. I, I, you know, when I do something, you know, I picking up a camera is the last thing I got on my mind. When I get in the heat of doing something, I'm just gonna go at it. Cut, cut, cut. Snip, snip, snip. Spray, spray, spray. Oh, dadgum! I forgot the camera. I do that every time, every single time. I mean, it's like you're gonna have to hang a video camera up in the, in the mod room, you know, pointing down on you so you can see everything you do. But then they're gonna see some stuff I don't want to see, so never mind. Yeah. I mean, that's like with my, my current mod, the, the Screaming S. You know, when I started on the air cooler sticking out the top of the case idea, I'm like, all right, I got two spin cues sitting here in a box. First thing I do is pull one out, start cutting on it. I get it cut up, I forgot, forgot to take pictures. I still got one more to do, I can get them then. And I'll be damned if I didn't turn around and do it again. <laughs> and I ended up going back after I already done it, I went back and took shots of it after it was done, but, you know, it's still, I lost the moment. <laughs> Well, I spray painted my camera once, so you know, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's something I don't do. I don't take the camera when I'm painting. Yeah, well, you know, I'm sitting here saying, "Well, I got to get a bunch of pictures. Got to get a bunch of pictures." Now, sit this over here. Next thing I know, I've kind of done something I shouldn't have. Uh-huh. Oops. But That's why I always wear pants when I'm on. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't wear them when he's podcasting, though. Oh my God. Oh jeez. I there still can't get that, that thought in my head. There are things that can be that just cannot be unseen. So let's not go there. I I try and I try and work log everything, and I I err on the side of caution by taking too many pictures. You guys, I mean, what I post up on my logs, um, that's severely weeded down from what I take. And let me interrupt here one second. Uh-huh. Put a number on it. How many pictures do you take? Uh, okay, hold on. I got, I got a little uh, number in the top of my head of I know pretty much what one of us took. <laughs> I want to see if you take as many. Okay, hold on. Uh, <laughs> that was just the final pictures. 
not my I know. pictures. <laughs> I know. I'm That's... sorry to sidetrack this, but it, it just made me curious. Yeah, no, it's it's a, and it's a good question. I, I had even thought about it. Too. But while he's looking, um, I've just done the properties on my hot rod mod folder, and it says 198 images. So there you go. Uh, we we done blew you out of the water then. Yeah. Well, what do you think, Ramson? Yeah. I mean, you're sitting there listening to a talk about that. Um, does it does it make a difference for for somebody like you, like uh, somebody would sponsor, let's say, a case or some uh, parts that you would want to personally? Personally, I think making a work lock uh, actually provide uh, enthusiasm or user, you know, to to start how to mod something. I mean, exactly. A lot of people want to do something, but where to start? You know, how how to start it, how to cut mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, if we talk on. Uh, on, on the interviews, I was like, okay, you know, you take that, okay, cut it on the right, okay, the left side a little bit. I mean, we got confused what to cut. I mean, which one? I mean, what left, what right, you know? So right. if you have a lot to precise, uh, precisely describe how you do it, mm-hmm. and people will actually follow you, you know? I mean, where to get the parts, where to buy the products, and how to make that, or how to glue it, how to... Uh, you also can be a, a, a spray painting 101, how to spray mm-hmm. your own can of spray. Uh, that actually helps a lot of people. I, I know right. that a lot of practice, but hey, you got to start somewhere. Exactly. And Ransom, you just totally led into what the next question was that I was wanting to highlight, where uh, is it an integral part of our hobby? And absolutely a good work log is. Absolutely it is. And uh, that's kind of why I take pictures as much as I do. Um, just for for <laughs> example, I know you guys were asking um, – the uh, the GT flat was 469 files, so I got 469 different pictures of GT flat. Um, for well, for Deuce, well, it, it was it was compressed. Uh, for Deuce, I've got 928. All right, I'm I'm sitting on Screaming S. I've got roughly four four fifty right in there between about three different folders. Um, Dwayne and his is is that it? Dwayne took over 600 just for the final picks. <laughs> 651 to be exact, and I have 630 in my work log folder. Thank, thank God for digital cameras. That's now right. For me, and, and that's the best thing about them is take the freaking pictures because what's mm-hmm. it going to cost you? Not yeah. a space. That's it. For just, me, I'm, I'm probably on average 400 per mod. Yeah. And that that's actually, I think, helps a lot. I mean, for me, I, I look at that. I was like, that's cool. I, I want to do it. I mean, it, it's part of a hobby. You know, we, we right. have to have a hobby to do something. So exactly. modding case is part of the hobby. I mean, it, it can sit sitting there for three years or four years, you know. But finally, when you make it happen, you feel proud of what you do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the neat, the neat thing about uh, this, this is why I like work logs so much, is you can go out and uh, you can go to all sorts of different sites, you know, because... Uh, there, there, there's a couple, there's a couple big players out there in regards to modding websites. None so big as Modders Inc. Uh, my personal opinion, but there's, there's a lot of websites out there with a lot of different people out there that have done a lot of different things. And usually, what you can find is you can find somebody who's done, if they haven't done exactly what you're trying to do, they've done something very similar to it, and you can take that, and you can take their technique, and you can take what they learned from doing what they did, and you can modify it there you go here we go uh you can mod it to your own building technique and you can make something new uh, a, a, a fresh a fresh take on a technique or a fresh take on a build uh 
and then that will in turn influence somebody else to take it in a different direction whenever they read how you did it. So I fully, fully support build logs because yes. they're they're not only they're, it, it kind of shows the evolution of a technique, but it also helps to stimulate the new modder coming in and give them a pathway to follow so that they don't turn around and make the same mistakes. Exactly. Some some people when they mod it, I'm like, it is nice, but it's unusable. The whole case is uh, the whole the whole case is unusable. It's about modding, and then we have different kind of modding. One is uh, cut it out from the case, and one is build your own. I mean, anything you want to be, you know. I would say th- those come into more a little bit extreme. That you it's it's, it's a preset thing. You know, you, you have to cut a case. If the rules that okay, we need to use a case and cut it open, and make a better case, and that's one of the modding. And a creative modding is some people will like put the whole computer in a water tank, and they use a uh, mineral oil or something mm-hmm. to power it out. Mm-hmm. Um, that what I call is a little bit off. I mean, it's extreme. I like it. I I definitely love it, mm-hmm. but it's not for a lot of people. I mean, don't try it at home if you're not familiar with what is PC all about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that is not water. That is not water. It's mineral oil. Try not to put water, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so working at McDonald's as a fry cook doesn't really help anything, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. So uh, what do you guys think makes a good work log? Um, is it presentation? Is it is it substance? Is it the modder's personality? I mean, think back on some of the mod work logs that you've read that you've learned a lot from or that you enjoyed reading. And what is it about those logs that that drew you to them for me it, it's just the uh and i give the guys that can do it the credit is the guys that can actually chronologically lay it out and explain it to a t um when i fall back to my one modder that that always draws my attention it's got to be the world famous defiant yes that's who i was going to say too that you know his work logs were masterpieces he was one of the one of the first few that really nailed some really good work logs. And mm-hmm. I mean, you, there wasn't anything in his, you know, mod that you couldn't find in his work log that, you know, he didn't explain how to do. Totally agree. I, I got nothing really to add to that. And right now, actually, I'm checking uh, some uh, Tech Daddy, Tech Daddy work log. And that oh. is really, I would say it's pretty detailed on, on how to do step by step. I was like, wow, that's how you do it. Wow, that's a lot of work. Okay, I'll get one. I'll I'll get one at fries. All right. You know. <laughs> it, it takes a lot of times. I mean, modding it takes a lot of time. All the listeners out there, try it. You know, just just paint your own case. I mean, paint it perfectly, not like a a, a can of flat black paint. Paint it. I mean, it, it takes a lot of challenge. From what yeah. I, yeah. I was a, I was a stabbing tech. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack. I couldn't. Uh, that's okay. It's okay. It's fine. I can take it. I'm a big guy. Oh, man. Tears my eyes after that. Damn. They also got to remember is don't get discouraged because it may Damn. not work the first yeah. time. It may not work the second time. It may not work the tenth time. But guess right. what? You're going to eventually figure it out or it may work the first time, and it's going to inspire you to do more. Hell, I painted mine three times the last day. Hey, See? one good thing about paint is, is you can always take it back off. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, one of the things that I like to do, and anybody who comes by my garage will laugh when they see it, I've got so many scrap 
cases that are sitting in my garage that are, are they're nothing more than metal fodder for ideas because I, I will not take a production mod that I'm working on and do something new to it without having tested it at least once on something else. Oh, yep. come on now. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Beat, beat, the, beat the family car or whatever, right? Test it on that first. <laughs> I guess yeah. I'm I guess I'm different there because I mean as soon as the case comes in I unbox it and start cutting. I don't I don't oh, well, I don't okay. need to play. <laughs> well I mean well cutting's one thing, but if I'm dealing with a paint or a paint process that I've never dealt with before, yeah. or 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 a, or a different way of trying to mask the color so that maybe I can get some bleed through on something or something like that, I'm not gonna try that on my on my production build. I'm gonna try that on a demo piece to see if I can get it worked out there. And then once I've got it worked out there, then I can go with a lot less stress on the piece that I'm actually building. Yeah, oh, I can I, see where you're coming from. Yep, I do the same thing. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Um, style and personality, story. I don't know if you can really put a story with a mod. I think what, what draws me the most is somebody who, who shows the detail because they're, they're willing to show how they did it. And that's mm-hmm. that's what I think most of us modders do is we're willing to show how we did it. We're not going to say this is the secret. Nobody else is going to be able to copy me. It's right. like this is why I've done it, and I want everybody to see because <laughs> basically I want to see if somebody can take it, maybe make it better, and I can copy back from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I, that's one of the one of the reasons why we started Modders Inc. Yes, absolutely. We're all about spreading the love. I mean, you you got to you got to share the ideas. Exactly. You have to stimulate the new modders coming in so that you can continue to grow the hobby. And in order to stimulate the new modders, you have to show them where we've come from and how we've done it. Exactly. So, I, yeah. So it's it's very. I think it's very important for a good, detailed work log. So, what do you guys think about modders who post their work logs up in multiple forums? Is that good or bad for the hobby? All right. Uh, my personal opinion, and I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. For the hobby, it's great because you're getting you're getting the hobby out there in every form. On a personal opinion, I think some people can go too far and, and put it in too many different places. Mm-hmm. See a, a few certain mods that are posted on 20 million different sites, and it's like, yeah, I've seen it before, and I move on. But you know, I don't know. For for the hobby though, the the more you get them out there, the better off you're going to be. Right. Well, I'm going to hold because I've got I've got my opinion on this. So I'm going to let everybody else chime in, and then I'll. I'll throw mine out there. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think when they start putting it on, you know, multiple sites like ten sites, or whatever, and they're looking, they're looking to get that attention, either for personal gain or, or, or just they need that attention. Mm-hmm. And I can see that being on the bad side. I can see going to a, a couple of the good sites, of course, Modders Inc. You know, and post them up there where a lot of people are going to read it, and, and the same kind of people who are interested in it. But if you're going over to Oh, you know, I, I don't know, you know, like, um, you know. Careful, careful. Well, I'll stay away from that. But, but, but I'm, I'm talking like maybe like, like a car site or, you know, a pencil site where people like pencils, mechanical pencils. Well, look at this case I did, and then they're on with like a thousand different uh, sites. That's that's ridiculous. That's just yeah. ridiculous. And I guess, uh, I guess some just for like personal gain. So, I mean, I, I represent a lot of... Uh, partners out there i mean the same manufacturers uh, some people do uh, really request for free parts free stuff or uh financially sponsor them for a modding but for us to sponsor i mean we don't say no but we say yes but what is the point of making hobby 
to request money from someone else to make your hobby uh, fulfilled. I mean, right. it's just a hobby. It's not a project that, okay, I've got to build for a school of mine and, uh, or a hospital or, or, or something like that. But it's for me, but why are we going to pay you to do something? Yeah, of course, you know, the, the answer we got, oh, you got a lot of exposure, you got a lot of ROI and things like that. I'm like, seriously, guys, how many people would actually see your mod and actually do the same thing that you do? So so, so it's, it depends on individual. Uh, I, I would say I would focus more on uh, getting the ideas out to share some ideas. Uh, good or bad, that's fine, you know. Some people have something to say about something at all at all times. So just do what you can, you know, not to hold yourself. And mm-hmm. if you request for parts from manufacturers and stuff, I would say the chance of we say no is high. Right. Yeah. But you know, there's also times where you where you might say, yeah, let's do it. Or I think I think what probably what what they were trying to do is they're trying to get is they're trying to see see how popular I am, and then they try and go back to the manufacturers and go, see, you need to give me stuff. And that's just not that's not the right way. That's not the cool way of doing it. You have to right. prove you have to prove yourself first. Yeah, let let your work speak for your for itself, not Yeah, my my stance on the whole thing, uh, of doing a work log across multiple sites, and I know you guys have known I've done this in the past. I have I've I've laid off of it a lot recently. But in the past I had basically four four or five key what I would call modding or enthusiast sites yeah. that I would that I would post on. Usually that was because the sites that I posted on, the, the forum members that were there were at that site. They didn't move around. They didn't right. go to other sites. Right. And so what I would do is I would I would post my I would post my builds up on key sites where I knew that the that the forum member that had at number one they had an active base and number two, they weren't really that mobile. I didn't see them in a lot of other places. And it, it was always neat to me to get feedback and, and ideas. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest with you guys. I was a knowledge leech, man. I, I, would, I would suck a forum dry because I would go in there and I'd ask questions and then a discussion would start, and sometimes I'd be juggling three or four or five discussions about the same question that I had posted, but I was getting vastly different answers from the various forums, and that was that was stimulating for me. That was that that, that I learned so much by doing that. Putting your log across multiple forums can have its benefits so long as you're doing it for the right reasons. And I think you guys have brought up some really good points. So I think a quality work log, a focused attempt to maintain a quality work log, whether it's in one place or three places, I think that's the key. And at least at least it is in my case. You know, I, I don't I don't post in five or six different forms now. I I've pretty much tied myself down to Modders Inc. Um I've got one or two other forums that, you know, when I start doing my next you know, my next personal build uh, that I'll post it up into just because I've got good relationships with them. Uh, but you know, it's it's going across five or ten different forums with the same build is uh, I think that I think that's a little bit of overkill. So uh, does a work log influence how you mod or view the mod itself? I mean, if you if you know how something goes together, does it give you more respect? Or if you see the if you, if you see how somebody 
skipped a bunch of steps in order to come up with the final product, is that going to change how you view the mod, or do you just look at the final product and say, damn, that's good? I think you answered your question in the question. Um, Hmm. If somebody sees that you've skipped a lot of steps or whatever, and Mm -hmm. are you fudged here to do whatever, they're going to say, well, you know, that's not... Yeah, yeah, the finished results looks good, but you know, because he didn't do this and didn't do that, I wouldn't trust it. Right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of that way myself. If it's if you come out and show me in a work log that you cut corners mm-hmm. to achieve a goal, then to me it it does downgrade the mod to an extent. Yeah. yeah. Or not necessarily. I can't really say the mod, but to me it downgrades the modder more than the mod. Right. Okay. There you exactly. go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you think? Of this, what do you think is the future of work logs? Do you see? Uh, do you see a lot more video or or live streaming? You know, like a you know a modder's garage. Log into my camera, watch what I'm doing, kind of thing. No. 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 <laughs> I didn't um, think so either. You know, I bought a building to make a modern garage, but I ain't gonna put a camera in it. <laughs> I oh, personally you. would would love to see more video work logs. Um, let's throw this back toward a certain specific modder that, that pulls it off perfectly. I'm sure you all can name it. Uh, I would. Mm, let me think. No? <laughs> you, you can't well, pull a name out of the hat? Well, was, was, he, a, was he a former guest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm dropping hints here. <laughs> William. Or Will. Yep. I mean. mm-hmm. and, you know, but... I, I, Will's got the knowledge, and there's a lot of people out there that, that's into the video, but I just don't think there's that many people that are into the video and into modding to, to get a bunch of work logs like what Will does. Yeah. Um, I don't have the money or the cameras to back it up, so, I mean, I would love to do one of his quality, but mm-hmm. I just... <laughs> well, how could you, yeah, how, how, how can you video it if you're not even taking pictures? Exactly. Touche. Actually, videoing it would be easier because I don't have to sit there and snap the button to take the picture. Right. Yeah, but then you're going to have to edit out about four hours worth of miscellaneous crap. Exactly. <laughs> Just hold his finger down on the on on the cuss button. Beep. Yeah. But definitely, it's it's it's, it's video. Um, we were already working on something with something with some with another part of Nvidia that got canned actually. So those there might be some videos going up on on YouTube soon then. Uh, but it's definitely video for those that are willing to do it. Mm-hmm. But it's, it still goes back to just taking pictures. And for me, you don't have to have like a thousand pictures, even though I, I tend to do that. And I, I tend to put a lot of pictures into my work log because I think mm-hmm. it's important to show everybody how I do it. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. to, to complete easiest part to do and the basic part to do to show everybody is this is what I this is my idea this is what I want to end up with and the few steps that you took in between you just don't want to go okay this is my idea and then show a picture of the case and then show it done yeah. that's not a work clock you want to show okay I did this then I decided to try to do this or something you thought that's kind of important that you should show people you don't have to show them every little aspect it's like, hey, you know what? I was looking at it, and I did this part. Yeah, I put this screw in, and I turned it five turns, and it was tight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't need that. Just 
this is, you know, or, or even, even post a question. I do that a lot, too. What do you guys think? You know, would it be like this or maybe like this? And see if you get a reaction. That's that's part of that's that's part of what I was talking about earlier. Whenever I put a I put a simple question up across multiple forums, and I got so many different ways of learning to do something, or so many different ways of people saying, "Well, have you thought about doing it this way?" or or you know stuff like that. You know, that, I think that's that that's the neat dynamic of our work logs. Oh yeah, Mock, I hope we answered your questions. Uh, you you provided us a whole lot of discussion and really really appreciate you submitting that and so uh, to those of you out there who are listening to the podcast um, if you have a question please feel free to post it up in the forum um, or shoot us an email by all means if you guys have a question or a comment or you want something that you want some something for us to address on a podcast we're all over it we're easy to reach well folks that's uh that's about all for our uh Modders Inc. podcast. Uh, hope you've enjoyed podcast number 21. We have certainly enjoyed putting it on. Uh, we would love to thank one more time. Just we can't thank enough uh, the sponsors for the uh, for the Modders Inc. Hot Rod Mod Off. Uh, Asus for providing us with some awesome kit. Crucial for some awesome memory. OCZ with a, a great uh, solid state hard drive. Mad Cats throwing out lots and lots of accessories really appreciate that and of course our our pioneering sponsor that helped to make this all possible and get the ball rolling ransom from thermal take uh we can't thank you enough for your uh your sponsorship and your participation in enthusiast computing and uh we really couldn't have gotten this started without you so we really appreciate your support thank you so much guy i really appreciate for the opportunity to bring me and Thermaltake into modding. And yeah, we're going to keep doing that. You know, this is the beginning and it's not the end. It, no. it will never end. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well put. Well put. And I would uh, really thank all the, the partner that make this modern, modding events happen. I mean, I really appreciate them big time. Thank you, Ransom. Thank you very much. And, uh, for all of you out there that are listening, thank you very much for listening and tuning in. We really appreciate your participation. Uh, you can look us up on Facebook uh, for Modders, Inc. Uh, just look up one word, M-O-D-D-E-R-S-I-N-C. Uh, we have a Facebook page out there. Uh, YouTube channel is the same. It's Modders, Inc. Twitter is Modders, Inc. And uh, if you have any uh, questions, just email us at podcast at modders-inc. Dot com. That's the little hyphen, the little minus sign. So podcast at modders-inc.com. Or, hey, you can leave us a voicemail at our Google voicemail at 623-252-0156. That's 623-252-0156. And we will try to put your question on the air. Uh, please uh, step out to modders-inc.com for the latest in modding hardware and more. And on that note, Vic, you want to take us out, buddy? Modding, ain't it cool? <laughs>